0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com
1: for more information.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Tea the Podcast. I am your host, Lisa May. Hey, you have Kay here.
1: Come and join us on the ride at T the Podcast.
2: What we got on um, topic for today, Jess? Today, we are going to be going a little more into this whole mental health thing that we've kind of been on. And we are going to talk about our rite of passage.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I remember now. So... <clears throat> What do we mean by right of passage? Wait a minute, right
2: before we go into that, <laughs> oh, okay. We have a guest today. Yes, we do. Who's not on camera for reasons that I still am unaware of. However, not sure. We have a guest oh, he here up. today. Oh, there he is. Yeah, there he is. All right, and who are you, sir?
0: Oh, well, my name's Larry. <laughs> Everybody know me as Larry. <laughs> Larry Lyle Pack on Facebook.
1: Well. Larry is my husband. Okay. And he is going to be giving us our male input on uh write a passage give us some experience, right? Right. Hopefully. <laughs> but um let's just go ahead and jump right on in there, right?
2: This was Kiara's <laughs> topic, so I'm going to let her go ahead and Starting out today. So I'm
1: so excited. So what are we talking about? Rite of passage, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know if you guys been, I'm pretty sure you guys been uh, catching us on Facebook. If you saw what we um, posted, rite of passage, we kind of was trying to give you like something to think about a little bit. Um, We're talking situations, molding, that's embedding us, whether we know it or not. Mm -hmm. so with that being said we gonna get a lot deeper as the conversation goes um we also gonna touch up on like expectations uh for men growing up relationships self-collective um vice versa for your host lisa mayne kay and i well i (laughs) guess (laughs) <laughs> but yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. So go ahead. You want to, this is your topic. So you go ahead and start. What was she your in a hot seat? I mean, this was your topic. I know so, I'm nervous though. Or, okay, well ask me what you want to ask me then. All right. So disclaimer, y'all,
1: these stories are not uncommon, but the way we're going to talk about it definitely will be a unique way. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into it. So what was your like rite of passage as far as your expectations um just growing up as a little black girl
2: well
1: expectations
2: as far as what though
1: what i guess what am i saying what did your mom have your expectations did your mom like raise you to be like a you know Kind of taking you in the route of being a wife, being mm-hmm. a a doctor a lawyer a uh, a nurse, kind of pushing you into the way that they want and the way that they learned uh,
2: somewhat like for that. me, I wasn't really pushed into a specific field; it was just more like. That's the expectation as far as like school. So like graduating high school was not like this big celebration for me because it was like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like there right. was no alternative option. You're going to graduate. That makes you're going to go to college. Like there was no big extravagant. Everybody else like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of you, mom. I'm like, duh. Like, what else are you going to do? <laughs> right. So in terms of that, um, she didn't really try to push me into any sort of field. I was always kind of medical oriented because she's a nurse um my sister's dad who was kind of around for those middle school high school years he's a doctor so he had an office that was my first job that's what I was around um so that was kind of what my I expected I knew my mama made a lot of money he made a lot of money they was doctors and nurses so that's what I was gonna do but so your expectation was still make a lot of money yeah, my expectation is I need to go to school to make a lot of money. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of, it wasn't an option of, oh, I'm going to not go to college or not go to school or whatever. Like, I didn't, I also didn't get like super applauded for good grades. I mean, I did get money for it. Like I would get, what was it, like $20 per A or something like that. Hey. But other than that, I didn't, it wasn't like a big, that was the expectation. If I got a bad grade, it's like, yo, you stepping out of it. But like a C was like, not cool. (laughs) I was like, I was in trouble for a C. Okay. okay. but other than that, yeah.
1: Okay. So you kind of actually brought me to what my, my actual question was, what you answered. And that question was growing up. How did you envision your life? Like, what did you think your responsibilities as a woman would be?
2: Um, like growing up, I wasn't really, um, like I've, there was always the thought like, okay, marriage or whatever, because that's kind of like the societal norm that you're going to be married or whatever. But that's not something that I think that I was like prepared for as a child. Like, this is what you need to do. This is the route that you need to go. Right. Cause my mom was single pretty much my entire adolescence slash teen years right so i was pretty much set like yo i'm just gonna do what i need to do to take care of me she's very independent in that way and she's very good with money and saving and all that stuff so but she didn't necessarily teach me that like i saw that and knew that but she didn't sit down and say like hey this is how you save money this is how you balance a checkbook even though who uses a checkbook anymore but that wasn't a conversation that was had that was just kind of like My mom can do what I can too, and I made a conscious effort to not be a teen parent. Okay, because she had me at nineteen, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm." It was a conscious thing for me. Like, no, I'm not gonna have kids until I graduate or whatever. And now it's kind of like, "Oh shit, am I gonna have them at all?" But you are, you are. We we cutting it close at this point. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Mm -mm. (sighs) But yeah, that's yeah
1: okay. So, growing up, how did I envision my life? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hate this question, and it's my
2: question. I was about to say, you, you because made it up.
1: I, it was great for you, but when I tell my <laughs> my how I envisioned my life, everybody, uh, you went the total opposite way. Are you, I love my life, okay? I do, let me say that. But um, how I envisioned my life as a kid, if I'm being very completely 100% honest, I envisioned myself traveling, working like crazy, and no kids, no husband, because growing up, my mom was an amazing wife. uh, And, you know, of course, she raised all her children, and she was doing everything she could and being an amazing mother and everything she knew how to do. But what I noticed was I didn't like how she didn't have no love for herself. She didn't have no time for herself. She gave so much to everybody and everything my mom was like a, you know in the church and doing all this stuff for church and then she working my mom was nursing and all this stuff and i'm just like mom you'll never get no time for yourself like you you know yeah and then as kids we harsh like i'm we saying harsh things to you and it's not making it no better and i i guess i just as a kid i'm looking like i don't want that I am. I don't envision my life like that. Nope, 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 nope.
2: It's funny that you can recognize that, though, because I was, when once we had this conversation the other day, kind of like going over topics, I got in the shower and I was thinking like, I've never, I can only count probably on one hand how many times like I've seen my mom cry. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen her have a breakdown. So like if she was, and I'm like, damn, I don't even have kids and stuff. And I'd be like, bills is a lot. So to have those responsibilities on top of a kid and stuff, especially, well, I mean, she became a nurse when I was kind of young. But even before she was a nurse, like, we wasn't in, like, no upper nothing, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I've never seen her, like, I never saw that wear on her, which is probably why I'm so hard on myself, like, not allowing myself that mental break because I never saw my mama do that. So it was like... You don't even have no kids, yo, so you can't. So it's it's different for me to hear that you noticed that, like, in your household. Like, I yeah, never. I
1: was about eight, nine years old. I'm like, yep, nope, I ain't doing that. No, that's not how I envisioned my life. Um, for as expectations of me as a woman, I was, like, the expectations I had OK, so let's do this. We're going to go from because I had four stages of expectations of myself. So at 15, my expectation for my adult self was, OK, you're going to be an independent woman and you're going to make sure you don't ask nobody for nothing. OK, that's it. All right. Then my expectation changed. I became 18 and I'm like, all right, you an independent woman, but. You know, you in a relationship and, you know, you really love your relationship, but you still doing what you got to do. And you don't ask nobody for nothing. All right. Period. So then at 18, I changed it. I was like, all right, I'm going to be I want to be a wife. I'm falling in love. I love this love. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to be the best wife that he can ever ask for. All right. 20 come. And guess what? I'm a wife. I'm the best wife. Anybody can ask for, you know, and. That's just my opinion. He agreed, but, he, you know, he's sitting over there. He's like, it isn't my turn yet. But, you know, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to be the best wife. So um, did that, did that. Uh, you know, killed that, killed that. I was like, you know what? I'm ready at 20. I'm like, I'm ready to be a mom. Let's have kids. Let's do this now. Okay. 21 comes. I'm a mom. I'm the best mom ever. Killed that. Smashed it. Six months in. All right. We need to adjust. Okay, I'm like I'm about to be 22. Hold on, I need to figure out what am I doing. Didn't do it. Didn't set an expectation. Went on with life, fumbled, tumbled, dropped, and I set another expectation for myself at 25. Be the best you you can be. Love Mm -hmm. yourself as much as you can because I know I'm a great person when I love myself because I. I love to give. So if I'm making sure I'm straight, I know self consciously I'm always going to make sure everybody I love is straight because guess what? I'm making sure I'm being the best me and me loves my family.
2: Well, that's good. So that means that you learned from seeing your mom. So that's a mistake that you didn't have to necessarily make on your own because you like, you learned. No, I made mistakes. I did. But I mean, you learned at 25. Like, yeah, let me take care of me so I can also take care of my family.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So
2: that was how my expectations go. You know, my
1: expectations just I keep crashing them, so I just have to keep making new ones, you know? So. That's good. Yeah, I like it.
2: I'm interested in this third party conversation now. Okay.
1: All right. So So. we're going to need Larry to go ahead. We're going to ask you the official question. So. How did you envision your life just based off your growing up?
0: I don't know. I mean, it came to a lot of points where, you know, I'm going to jump on what Lisa May said as far as like high school and stuff, finishing, you know, getting a high school diploma or whatever. But, you know, in today's society, I don't really feel like they mean a whole, whole lot, you know. It may have been something True. back, you know, when we were young. You know, we 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 getting there now. We nineties. You know, we getting there. You gotta be honest. That's yes, y'all. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, you know, my mom, she loved on us a whole lot. You know, my dad he was just everybody just feared him. You know, and I just never really wanted to be that person. But at the same time, it's like. I had to walk in the shadows of that. You know what I'm saying, like, right? Mm-hmm. I can't. I'd be lying if I sit back and say like, "Hey, you know, you know, certain things landed a certain way." You know, it, because we was all like, you know, basically family. It's it's just a perception of what family is. You know. Yeah. And some people don't always give you like a true perception of what that means. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but like I said, growing up, I finished you know high school. My mom would just, you know, I was talking to her about college and. She was just more so on the work and then like, you know, don't worry about college. And, then, you know, I could see the, you know, the wise decision in that because of, you know, debt, you know? What going to going to a four year college would do to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I took a still similar route though, you know, went to trade school or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's not it wasn't so expensive. That's all I could say. But
1: so you know. kind of went into our other question, which was, like, what was your expectations growing up? So thank you for spilling on that a little bit. So we going to kind of continue on that. Um, so if that was your, if I'm getting it right, you saying your expectations growing up was, you know, be a worker. Make sure you take care of what you take want. Take
0: care of home. Take care of mine. Yeah? yeah. That's okay. what my mom did. She, sometimes you she had to work two jobs, you know, just to make sure everything was straight.
1: I can attest to that. I was dropping her off too. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> All right, but um, going back to how you envisioned your life, like you, what I got from it, you envisioned family growing up from growing up. How you did? You did you envision family or you talked a lot about that?
0: Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't really think I was going like have kids. Like I really wouldn't think about reproducing. You know?
1: Oh my goodness!
0: But. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I did, and I waited until I got married to do so, you know. So I just tried to do it the best way possible. You know, there's a lot of people around me. I was going to school people that was having kids and they was, like, 14, 15 years old. So, yeah. you know, like, my mom, she didn't, she, she didn't do that, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm one amongst four, and now I, I, I say I'm one of the ones that was later in the game. So,
1: Okay. All right. So uh, just finishing up the questions that me and Jazz did just answer ourselves. We're going to still finish up with you. Um, What did you think your responsibility as a man would be from growing up? Just based off of what you kind of experienced or seen growing up.
2: But outside of that, on top of what did you think that your... um what did you feel like your responsibilities as a man were? Was this something also that was like taught to you or is it something that you just kind of like saw a need for, whether it was because your dad did it or because you feel like your dad should have done. So you try to do that.
1: Right.
0: I'll say that dad. I, as far as like growing up and learning how to be a man, that was just like more so like what I needed to do is never what somebody did or I saw them do. I, I, it's just my intuition. Right. I know what's right. You know I need, I know what I need to be taken care of this that and the third you know what I'm saying like don't get bro I'm not t- here to downplay my father you know what I'm saying but right. it is what it is you know what I'm saying like yeah. I'm just gonna give it to you cut playing dry like I didn't get that perception from from him so yeah it's like I really just had to learn on my own
1: so you had to unlearn and relearn basically right
0: you know like
1: yeah yeah I mean, yeah. we all have to do it at some point. I mean, and when we kind of kick ourselves in the ass to do it. But
0: see, I think it's more so when she touched base on, like, yeah. the things that he didn't do. That That's that's why I focus more on things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: Yeah. Especially, like, if you are, because it sounds like you were closer to your mom than you were your dad growing up, right? Correct. Which, I mean, I could probably say it's all of us at the table. True. Um,
0: Majority of the African-American community, like.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah. I hate to say it, but. So, if you are closer to your mom in that aspect and you see what she's like lacking or whatever, so, like me, like I said, my mom was single most of the time, so I would see like well, she was with- she had some a couple of like long standing relationships, but she wasn't married, so you're single until you married period right so right. seeing that and seeing the issues, and that is kind of why I was not one to be like marriage like wanting that Mm -hmm. like I felt like it was something that I needed to do because like I said I feel like that's a thing that society puts on us especially as a black woman if you single is because you can't keep a man because you're lacking or something yeah it's something that you don't have that makes you that whatever so it was something that I felt like I had to do but it wasn't something that I necessarily was like in a rush or wanted to do even though I got married at 20 right it didn't happen because I was like, oh, my God, I'm so in love. Let's get married. Oh, mm. man. I ain't going to go into that. Right, right, right. I ain't going to go into it. But that's not why it happened the way that it happened. Kiera, don't make that stupid-ass face because you already know. So I don't know why you look stupid. I just don't like how you said, oh, my gosh. I was Because he know the story, too. All right. <laughs> we ain't got to the uh, there. We but ain't we ain't going to go there. Right, right, right. But like I said, I— I think that was also why I didn't rush to go into it, because I've never seen personally a stable, healthy relationship in my up close and personal.
0: I could tell you one. Everybody got. Who? Their grandparents.
2: Whose? Your -uh. grandparents wasn't married? No. My grand... I'm going to tell you this. My mother's my mother my great grandparents were married but my great grandmother died when I was maybe 5 and my great grandfather died when I was in middle school. So, I have more memories of him than I do of them together. My grandfather on my mother's side lives oh. in the city. He talked to my mom on a regular basis. I saw this man one time in my life when I was Maybe like five or six or something. I vaguely remember going to Red Robin with him. Never spoke to him again. And then one Christmas, he randomly pops up with like some beats. He bought me my first pair of Beats headphones for Christmas, and I went off. I said, "Oh, the nigga can spend two hundred dollars on some headphones." But I don't even know what I don't know his name. I don't know <laughs> what he looked like. I could stand behind him in a grocery store and not know what he looked like. Yeah. So, well, no. But well, why was that? Wasn't. You know, I, I just had this conversation with my grandmother recently because I'm like, what is wrong with him? Like, I don't know anything about him.
0: Like somebody, they trying to like withhold information like you don't need to no, know him or like
2: my mom talks to him. He just never asked to talk to me. And I guess my delivery the first time, like because my mama told him exactly how I said it. Like, I don't want these damn headphones. You live in the city. Like, why don't I see you or know you? You know what I'm saying? I know right. I don't even know I still don't know his last name. My grandma told me and I don't remember it. So, hey guys. So wait. I got amazing
1: question, okay? What? So, how did you learn how to be responsible when it came to bills? Like just coming into your adulthood. How did you learn how to do that?
2: As far as bills, so when I had that first apartment in Harrison Township, mm-hmm. my thought process on it. Like I've never experienced like anything being turned off, thankfully. My mama handled that. Whatever. But for me, in my head, if you a day late, it's too late. It's off. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know nothing about no arrangements, no late payments, none of that stuff. I didn't know nothing about that. So and I had a lot of help. Um Brook Dad paid some of my bills. So I would just call my mama or them up like I don't have enough, so that's how. Mm. That's okay. Your family <laughs> love
1: you, okay, in a special, I didn't want special you bump way. Your head at all. all right, ain't I nothing had wrong shit with up, my it. Well, me, how how did I learn how to be responsible when it came to bills? So my mom was not one of those moms that put bills in my names. Nope, never did. No, nah, I didn't
2: have that either. I didn't have
1: that problem. So <gasps> my mom set me down and she said. Girl, I'm about to put you in accounting class. You in high school, you about to go in account class, you can use for anything. She said just like that. I went into accounting class. I came out the next semester. I said, Send me back. I could use it for anything, mama. And accounting class helped me learn how to balance books, all types of stuff. I was in a blue ribbon school thanks to Warren Consolidated. Okay. So I learned a lot. Um by Mm -hmm. eighteen I was like, I was with my husband at the time. We was boyfriend and girlfriend. I was like, look, we about to go, okay? We got to go. And uh, we about to, we going to be successful, period. And that's just what we're going to do.
2: I never and had that conversation. I just,
1: I made sure I paid my bills. Um, when I was about 17 years old, uh, me and Larry got together. His mom showed me how to cash my check. Like, because I've never got paid in a check form at that time. I had all types of different little, you know, jobs here and there, whatever. But I was getting paid cash. This time, I'm 17 years old. I'm with my boyfriend. I'm working. She's like, hey, you need to go pay cash your check. I'm holding on to the check for like two, three days. She like, girl, did you know that uh, expire in 30 days? I didn't even know. She told me that. But after that, I ain't going to lie, she helped me with a couple of things. She, learned, she taught me how to borrow money and stuff. She told me how to look for good rates. She taught me um, a little bit about real estate. But, uh, outside of paying my bills, Mm-mm. I had to bump my head a little bit.
2: I mean, obviously I bumped my Man. head, but eventually after, once I had that surgery, <laughs> huh, that was a bump. But my
1: problem was I knew how to pay my bills. I didn't know how to not party and pay my bills.
2: Man,
1: That was a problem. So when I figured it out, okay, let me get that together.
0: So we're going to go on to me now? Yeah. All right, you got to ask me the question again. So I can, you know, dress it up make it real for me.
1: So, <coughs> <coughs> I'm not about to play with you. So,
2: um it was just how did you learn how to pay your How bills? did you learn how
1: to be responsible when it came to bills? Well, I'm nervous.
0: I'm going to say this proudly, man. My mom, we ain't never got put out, you know, nowhere as far as, like, financially, like, if she didn't – as far as, like, basically saying, like, she didn't have it. She always had it. So, I, I mean – I don't want to say like, hey, you know, my mom had me out here, this, that, and the third. No, if anything, like, you know, once I had to leave and, you know, get my own place for the first time, you know, that, that's all I learned the process from there. And basically, I mean, like I said, if you want your amenities, you got amenities that you got to pay for. And if you want them. Oh, so you, you had to, to, to burp
1: them. your head, too, huh?
0: Man, I thought I, I would think everybody had to bump their head. We all had to you. bump
1: our head, but I had a little bit of preparation.
2: I just didn't want to use ain't it sometimes.
0: We can't fully unprepared, but I mean, stuff
2: happened. No, that's. I mean, we. Neither. I think I was at a huge disadvantage because I was so sheltered. <laughs> I ain't want to say shelter, but yeah, I was pretty sheltered, and I was, I was given just about everything, like. Not just about. I was giving everything, so, I yeah. I, mm, I well, you ain't alone in that. I ain't had those conversations. It was. And I, I ain't was, with you with
1: it, but you ain't alone <laughs> on it. So would her? Uh, if I ain't with her, so hmm. would her. So jumping on into our next question. Hmm. All right. Hmm. So how did? <laughs> oh wait, no. Your first place, y'all. Were you kicked out, moved out, or held back? Write a passage, remember?
2: I was kicked out.
1: Mm. She kept it, G.
2: How old were you? Um, Which time? First time, first time. Um, first time. Don't tell your
1: age. <laughs>
2: My age now?
1: No, don't tell your age the first time you was kicked out. She
0: a young bug.
2: I mean, I was kicked out a couple times. And that's what I said? And t- I, Adult life you kicked know, out. It was, oh, adult life?
0: What's adult life?
1: Adult life what's, where, what's where is you can go. the
0: age for adult life? I
1: Adult was, life is when you able to obtain your own, own handle place. on your own. Right, right, right. right. But so. I
2: didn't, though. That's not how it went. <laughs> I was put out, and a uh, brick daddy co-signed on my apartment, and he paid my rent. So I was really taken from one sheltered situation to another sheltered situation. <laughs> so I just went from reporting to my mama to now I'm reporting to Bernard. No. Oh. And
1: on that part... So, I was I oh my, you my first place,
0: right? You remember where your first place was at?
1: I was kinda I'm
2: conflicted with this question. You gotta tell them about what your first are you place conflicted? was at.
0: Cause I'ma talk about it. You don't talk about it.
2: Why are you conflicted? I'm conflicted. We was kicked out.
1: Let's just be honest. I didn't get kicked out by my mama. I got kicked out by my husband mama. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what is that? that what they that got to do with your first place?
1: That was my first place.
0: That's not our first place.
2: That is my first place. Our. Oh, but ahead, she, continue. but she, but she's saying when you got your first place, that was my first. Where you adult moved place. from, where you kicked out or yeah. put out, not where you kicked out or put out of your first place. Once you moved there, when you made that transition from family family home to the first place, how did you get there? Were you kicked out or did you move out? I was oh. kicked out.
0: Well, basically, yeah. yeah. My, car was, <laughs> my car was full of shit, bro. Uh-huh. car was packed. I couldn't even see that fucking rear view mirror, bro.
1: Yeah, it was the best kick out I ever had, honestly. I ain't gonna lie. It that, was. That was a
0: humble ass kick out. I'll it. I, take <laughs> I, I, it I will.
1: It was the best. <laughs> because, shit. you know, it was a lot of stuff that got off people's chest. Damn. You know, it was a little bit yo, a little bit crying. But you know what? At the end of the day, everybody got what they wanted. I wanted out, he wanted out. She wanted us out and we got out. Okay. Now, moving on to the next question. (laughs) Since Larry kind of answered the question with me, we don't have to ask him. So, uh, ooh. I answered the question already, but did you, was one of your bills, your first bill that you acquired, was your first bill some. Was your first bill one that you acquired or
2: someone else? Me, my mama never put nothing in my name.
0: Wait till we get to me.
2: It's it's to you. She looking at you. She already said. I already answered the question. Oh, it's on me now. Yes,
0: man. (laughs) So let me tell y'all, man. Look, shit. I ain't even got to tell you. You from the city? Shit. This shit probably same shit probably happened to you. You know what I'm saying? Growing up. You know what I'm saying? You you got the cable in your name, and you, you ain't even in elementary school. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so, hey, you know, like some people can relate to that. You know what I'm saying? So, I ain't even going front, man. Like, people ran it up on my name before I can even before I even had a name. So, it's like I ain't gonna say no names, but yeah. We're not laughing
1: part. at you. We're laughing at you, how you explained it. I
0: mean, I was just explaining it just how you, it needed to be explained. Uh, this
2: is why these I are rite of passage. On here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when we say rite of passage, although um, I tell you, the disclaimer was these, th- these stories are not... Uncommon, but the way we're going to talk about them definitely are unique. <laughs> so, honestly, um, some people out there definitely have their first bill is in their name. And guess what? You just got into third grade, baby. Like you got a thousand dollar bill when you 18 you This is my the TV.
2: thing, get no. oh,
0: I'm bad. not. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to make a joke. They're telling you get off TV and the cable. And and your your name name. Name. <laughs> <laughs> I got me for, I'm watching cartoons all night. It's like,
2: <laughs> See, I'm not completely against the whole putting a bill in your kid name, though, if because, you know, that's the way that people build their kid credit, credit before yeah. they turn 18. You make them an authorized user on your credit card. You plan a credit card bill. They got a 14 year credit history and they ain't nothing but 18.
0: Put it, put it in reverse, Terry.
2: <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> It's not usually done in that way. In our <laughs> community, it's usually because mama and daddy, they got a DTE bills yeah. skyrocketing and they can't the get light's no lights unless off. it's in these kids.
0: You man. living up in my house freezing. So- <laughs> like, shit. It was only right that I grabbed that social curve.
1: Oh, my goodness. Going <laughs> back to our topic, rite of passage. Are you going to do that to your children?
2: What? Put a bill in Right. I mean yeah, as far as making them an authorized user so by the time they turn 18 they have credit. Yes. But am I putting a DTE bill or a consumer's no. energy bill? No, I'm not even planning them games. Same for you. That's the just...
1: I
0: would never ever
1: do nothing like that to my my seeds. My answer is yes. Hell yes. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. That's what I'm about to do. I'm about to It's not a bill. Yes, I'm saying. Oh. So
0: why you just say uh, yeah, it's a bill.
1: Hold on. It's it's I mean, it's going, it's acquired. I'll put something in their name, so, but this them. is what's going on. So, my daughter's 13th birthday, I am going to buy her land on top of a house, you know, house on top of land. Okay. And it's going to acquire a bill of taxes and it's going to be in her name. But I'm paying for it. 13 years old, baby. When you turn 16, you want to move out? All right. You graduated? You done? Go ahead. That's why. Outside of that, I'm with Jazz. No DTE, no consumers, no ma'am, no ham, no turkey.
2: Yeah. That ain't right,
0: man. We all know that ain't right.
2: So that's what we unlearned. And I mean, I ain't having no kids till I'm probably about 35 at this point. So if my life ain't together at 35 to where I can get a DTE bill in my own name, I don't need to have none. I'm just saying.
1: I've been been friends with Jazz for a long time, since we was in elementary school. So let's say this. Fourth grade. I love her in relationships. So if y'all are single.
2: You ain't love me in my last one.
1: No. <laughs> I'ma be I honest. don't want to talk about I it. I ate her I ate her wedding cake. I was pregnant. Sure did. I don't want to yep. talk about it. I'm gonna it. talk about it. I don't care now. I don't care how you feel about it. Because mm, that part. Anyway, so Definitely Jazz got
2: married. <laughs> first of all it's your fault that i got married because i woke up that morning and said yo someday right i don't want to go and you oh no you
1: need to go yeah, legit first, first i got cold feet first and then all... this nigga
2: drove me so it's both of y'all it's fault. Some... first of all yeah.
1: i was nine months pregnant okay literally she got she got married 25 days before i gave birth okay relevance okay relevance so, uh <laughs> I, what i'm about to say is why are you trusting a
2: overly because you was already because you was already married so i'm like okay she been through this she say everybody get cold feet so i'm gonna I mean, just trust her But <laughs> end of the day, i just don't feel right and then i made a deal with god i said listen god if we ain't supposed to do this when i get to the altar right have the pastor ask me if i do first if the pastor asks me first i'm gonna say no and walk the hell out <laughs> but he asked him so That's here how we are i ain't know it was a rule That's to
0: formally, it formally yeah
2: Shit, I ain't know, cause I made that deal with God, and I thought that was well, his way of telling
0: me. I that's mean, how you was taking on his last name, well, so you gotta ask him first. We didn't that know. Normally, it's how we would go.
2: we didn't know because you know? we had a fe- she had
1: a female pastor, okay? Cause no, we, I didn't.
2: I thought I she had a male pastor. See,
1: that's how much I didn't care <laughs> about that <laughs> The
2: anyway, <laughs> first time was a female that we make it to that. One, I love moving on. Right, right, right. right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Re- I don't even know why you just brought that up. I don't- You just wanted me to say something stupid.
1: Next question. Next question. So, Ooh, y'all not ready. So how, okay. We're going to get a little deep and then we're going to bring y'all back. Okay. What were you taught about faith? Or how was your introduction to your spirituality?
2: This version or that version? Both. I mean the well. We already
1: know the introduction to the this version. What was your introduction to growing up?
2: I mean, going to church, and when we go to um, specifically, like when we go to Atlanta or Ohio for family reunions, that part those the ties and the clays are way i feel like are way more into the church than we are Mm -hmm. we might the smiths like they i don't think they go to church as much so when we in other states for family reunions that's a part of the family reunion weekend going Uh to church so we did that a lot there then at some point my grandma was going to church a lot and i was going and i was dating boys at the church so i was like ah. I gotta go to the church because they lived in like Inkster and stuff so that was my way to see them so I went to church for that if we being honest the question was <laughs> how was you introduced to spirituality and faith that's but how that's I went, to the, how she was, she I went to the church I went to the church because my grandma was going was and I crackin- kept going because I was meeting boys and she okay. said she had
0: a boy up there she had her eye on. I
2: right. actually dated probably every boy at the church it wasn't but three but I dated all three hmm. of them so how was I taught faith my mama
1: <laughs> Let me tell you, let me tell you, my mama, my mom was so serious about faith and like uh, religion. Let me say religion because my mom is spiritual now. But uh, faith, man, we couldn't watch Disney. We couldn't watch nothing. My mom was the type of mom in school, like when they was celebrating Halloween, she'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, my baby, my baby right here. She can't celebrate that and all that because it's got something to do with the devil, Okay. My mama didn't play that. So Disney Cartoon Network, Nick Jr., we didn't watch that. We had sneak that over at the Auntie House. And my mama betting I had seen us watching it. So it she introduced it to my very first video was like Joseph, the cartoon. Um she had that's what we was watching. We watched that until hey, I ain't gonna lie, my mama didn't even give us cable. She was like, No, y'all watching these tapes. We was watching tapes till like two thousand and one. She was like, "Nope, my baby can't do that." So that was our spirituality. We was in church all the time. I was even an usher. It was fun. Um, what I was, had fun too. What was? <laughs> what hooked me was i loved how involved i was with prayer that's what built my faith i was like god is real god has always loved me my mom always taught us that you know if you being bad god gonna get you that's what she taught us have faith that to know that god is always gonna be there and god is everywhere and everything and he's gonna get you if you being bad
2: my issue with it was always though i had questions
1: that was that, so right? i
2: had questions like as far as the Bible go, like I'm not the type of person in any aspect of my life that you just going to tell me something. like And I'm just going to go with it. No, no, no. I need to understand how we got here. What it is. That's why I talk so much now, because I'm trying to get to y'all to how we got here. Okay. But that, that was an issue for me. So like when I'm in Bible study and they telling me these stories, like, okay, that don't make sense though. Like, How did we get here? How did that happen? Right. That part don't make sense to me. Where did the change come? Whatever. And it was like frowned upon to ask those questions, which made me not want to be a part of any of that stuff because I'm not going to sit because if I'm asleep, you mad. I'm not paying attention because I don't understand. And for me to try to understand, you don't want to answer my questions. Yeah. So
1: i kind of buried myself in religion i was just like you know the deeper i get the more i'm gonna get the more i'm gonna know and when it came down to it i was like i I feel like i'm thirsty i'm thirsty still i need something more y'all there's not enough I'm, I'm, i'm i'm dying of thirst you know so um it took for me to go to a church out of state i moved to indiana last year um i went with a cousin and come to find out as i was sitting there i was pregnant um It was a cult. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I seen people in the river at night at 3 a.m. It was a cult. He was like, he started church with, hey, everybody I need, everybody who can give $1,000, put your hand up. Everybody who can give $100, put your hand up. And I want to pray for all you who have just donated. Nope. No, thank you. I'm ready to go. So my stomach started hurting. My baby was like, "Uh uh-uh, mama. (laughs) Nope. 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 So I was like, "Nah." So that really kicked my ass into the right gear because my vibrations was way higher. And I didn't even know it at the time. It, it kind of pulled me to spirituality. It was like, hey, you're not comfortable with everything you've been doing. Let's try something new. You know, so I try something new. What about yeah. you, Larry? How was you uh introduced to spirituality and faith growing up?
0: Well. I'm going repeat myself by saying I, I kinda had to learn on my own because I don't know, people they give you a perception of something, and what I got out of the perception they was giving me was if you ain't this, we gonna hate you. You better be this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that 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 right there, I'm not with it, bro. You tell me that's like mind control, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At a certain point, it's like you you hate me just because I don't we ain't on the same page. I don't agree exactly with what you do and what you and how mm-hmm. you do it and who you like. It don't make no sense, you know. And I feel like religion is just like labels. If you believe in God, if you believe in a higher power, you believe in something. If you believe in something bigger than you know, what I'm saying the now us being here right now, that's different than being in religion. You know, just in the religion setting, like far as like christianity buddhism hinduism you know what i'm saying it's a bunch of different religions but at the end of the day it's only one god
1: wow we indeed
0: that's that's just how i look at it you know i don't really look at it like oh you know your god is this color your god did this and your god you know what i'm saying the
1: freedom of spirituality
0: i feel like you said god is the trees it's the air outside it's everything
1: it's everything
0: every living being
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I can feel you on that. So, um, we're gonna kind of fun it up. So y'all know we had a giveaway, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we have- ain't had nobody on YouTube first of all we had a couple we had a couple people go ahead and subscribe on youtube but we had to change the rules back to what we originally said which was like comment share and guess what y'all definitely did that so did yes yes y'all show love y'all support we thank you thank you. y'all you didn't just show love to Tita the podcast y'all show love to cater care llc hey and y'all definitely show love to Boss Witches. Link up!
2: Oh, because that website is live now.
1: Hey, active and looking for action.
2: All that money is hopefully gone.
1: It's gravitating Taurus, period, and that's uh what we want to talk about. So let's go ahead and let y'all know what who the winners are. We had Larry go ahead and pick some names out, and our um, Facebook winner is Andrea reese
2: andrea so
1: uh andrea definitely um we're gonna reach out to you to get that giveaway box out for you and then we're gonna i'm gonna have jazz announce our instagram winner
2: you got the list of names don't you oh child hold on i wasn't (laughs) prepared for that i'm sorry she knows she was
1: supposed to be doing
2: hold on The Instagram winner. I don't I don't know what his name is though. It's T R A underscore underscore thirty two. So I mean that's pretty in particular. I mean, I don't know what his real name is, I'm saying. Right, 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 right.
1: All right. So, we have our winners. We're going to reach out to you all on those uh social platforms to get uh your giveaway out for y'all. You're going to love it. I ain't going to lie. I tried some of the products, not the products in y'all box, but the products, <laughs> you know, the little extras and baby. It was wonderful. So, um definitely continue to Comment, like, and share. Go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube because all our full videos are there. And um, you definitely want to tune in. It's a little bit of extra content on YouTube. So um, we are not done with this topic, Jazz.
2: No, I think we're going to have to because we kind of were everywhere with this topic. And it was kind of short. And there were so many questions. So We, we ain't even will. got to them. No, we still have a lot of questions for this one. So we'll probably continue this one next week. When we go live next week.
1: So, pause on Write uh, a Passage. We want to thank Larry for coming out and giving us your.
2: Pretty good for your first episode. Mm. Yes, Pretty yes, good. Yes.
1: Okay. I'm going to congratulate you later.
2: Oh, God. Bye uh, It's over. <laughs> good night. Uh,
1: thank you. Thank you for coming out, um, anyway. tuning in, play the music. joining the ride. And <laughs> we'll over. see you all
2: next time. <laughs> Where's the music? <laughs> Cut it off. Cute beat. The
0: energy